Please tell me that I can't, that I won't, that I fail, that I'll never make it out, yeah. Please tell me all the bad, never good, fill my head full of every single doubt, yeah. The third and final topic we're going to be talking about has to do with weight loss versus fat loss and how EPOC can help with fat loss. So when I say weight loss versus fat loss, with weight loss, it's not always a, it's not necessarily what a lot, of, a lot of people mean when they're trying to lose weight by going to like a personal trainer or joining a weight loss camp or whatever. With fat loss, what that means is you're losing fat mass. This doesn't mean that you're losing fat cells. You got to remember one thing, when you lose fat, the fat cells are with you forever, for the rest of your life, unless you do some kind of procedure. For example, I forgot what it was called, but it's where you freeze the fat cells and your body actually flushes them out because they're dead, so your body clears it. Or if you have liposuction, that's basically just sucking out the fat. But in those cases, yes, you are actually losing the fat cells. The fat cells are not going to be part of your body uh, unless you regain the weight. And if you're going that route, I would really hope that you don't regain the weight. So what happens when you lose fat is basically the fat cells are made smaller. Uh, that's what it's losing mass. So the mass of the fat cell goes from this to that basically and that's what makes you look appear like you have lost weight. The most effective strategy to fat loss is caloric deficit. Caloric deficit basically means that you're consuming fewer calories than you're burning. In addition to a caloric deficit diet you also want to do some resistance training because this will help build some muscle and also save you from losing the muscle mass. So a person that weighs 300 pounds and goes down to 150 pounds, they're not carrying the same amount of muscle mass as they did when they were 300 pounds just because their body isn't having to carry that much weight anymore. So there's really no sense for a person to be carrying that much muscle. and it's totally natural for that per person to lose some of that muscle mass. When I say weight loss, this in the scientific terms is not always a great thing. So basically it really just means, it could mean that you're losing fat, which is what a lot of people are going for when they join a gym or hire a personal trainer. But it also means that you're losing muscle mass, fluids, and possible bone mass. So if you're really doing something that's totally intense, like really, really restricted diets and really high intensity workouts, trying to cram in as, man, as many workouts as you can throughout the day without, while eating as few calories as you can, just so you can lose weight. Yeah, you're probably going to lose weight, but you're also weakening your bones. You're also losing muscle mass. And you're basically, in the end making yourself less healthy and because you're losing muscle mass with such an extreme diet you're making it a lot easier for you to actually gain that weight back so earlier i mentioned epoch again this is short for excess post-exercise oxygen consumption this is usually something that happens after a high intensity workout so if you did a high intensity workout where you're doing a whole bunch of sprints on the rowing machine. There's this one workout that's called the Dirty Dozen, where it's basically 500 meters, you're 
rowing as fast as you can and you only have one minute of rest since most people even elite rowers uh, elite like olympic level rowers will row 500 meters in about a minute and a half an average person for example an average male it might be between a minute 40 to a minute 55 maybe maybe to two minutes per 500 meters with a 100 meter or with a one minute rest so that basically means that the work to rest ratio is two minutes of work to one minute of rest so you're actually working more intensely than you're giving yourself time to rest so that's considered a high intensity workout so because you're not giving yourself as much time to rest as you were with your your workout and that's again that's not a bad thing that's it's supposed to be that way in the end your body when it's at rest it's going to be consuming more oxygen than if you didn't do the high intensity workout so in case you didn't know when you are at rest fat is the main energy source so yes if you're sitting down right now or if you're at work or if you're at the lunch table you're burning fat right now as you breathe in you're breathing in oxygen as you breathe out you're breathing out carbon dioxide that carbon for in that carbon dioxide is actually coming from fat if you're doing a high intensity workout that's putting you into epoch you're taking in more oxygen and actually breathing out more carbon dioxide so again you're actually burning more fat by just sitting down being at rest depending on the intensity of the high intensity workout the epoch can last up to 48 hours after the workout so that the 48 hours that would basically be if you did that dirty dozen at a hundred percent effort and you weren't taking any uh strokes of uh, where you weren't going absolutely a hundred percent of effort then yeah that is going to last 48 hours if you've never tried a dirty dozen before it's not fun and you will feel absolutely miserable <laughs> i know this from experience it is horrible but it is something that those of us that rode uh, at the collegiate level or elite level will have experience a time or two or three or four or five <laughs> again it's not great but it's actually really beneficial in expanding your lung capacity and improving your endurance it's not absolutely necessary for a person that's just a recreational weightlifter but if you're really into pushing yourself that's definitely something that you would want to do so in case you didn't know one of the reasons why your body is taking in more oxygen is that the body actually needs more energy to recover from the high intensity workout the energy source the main energy source when you're at rest is coming from fat and your body needs to recover by rebuilding the muscle and that requires energy and fat is basically stored energy by bringing in more oxygen oxygen that's giving your body a better opportunity to break apart the fat and when the fat molecules the carbon molecules are broken apart energy is released 
and that can be used for helping you recover from that high intensity workout and after that energy is released your body really has no reason to keep that car those carbon molecules after they've been cleaved off so that's why you breathe it out so if you want to lose some fat join me breathe in the oxygen breathe it out out the carbon dioxide so just do that and congratulations, you're burning off some fat. And don't you dare join a Lamaze class thinking that that's going to be helping you lose a whole bunch of fat. If it was, then basically everybody would do doing Lamaze. Uh, it's not gonna help you. Being a totally jacked, ripped jacked like Zac Efron in the Baywatch movie. <laughs> what are the common things that a lot of those weight loss challenges that you see advertised, I'm sure you probably already saw it a, a time or two on Instagram or on TikTok, where they're promising you to lose 20 pounds over a course of six weeks because they include a meal plan and the workouts and you, you just put down this deposit and you'll be able to lose the weight. If you meet your goal, you'll get the money back. So that would make it technically free. That sounds great and all. But there's a lot of bad to this as well. So a lot of these things, especially those meal plans, especially if your meal plan is coming from somebody that basically has no education in, in nutrition or they just got some certification from whatever, whatever uh, firm that they're certified by, that doesn't compare to to the work that I did in getting my master's in nutrition or the work that a registered dietitian did to get licensed. And because those people that give out those meal plans in the weight loss challenges are really only focused on maximizing the caloric deficit, because we all already know, as I mentioned earlier, caloric deficit is the most effective thing to helping a person lose weight. This also leads to a poorly designed uh, meal plan. If the meal plan is poorly designed, it lacks in a lot of the vitamins and minerals that are required. Sometimes it also lacks in a proper amount of protein that can help to help maintain the muscle mass that a person has. So if a person is losing muscle mass along with the fat, yes, their weight is going to go down, but at the end of the weight loss challenge, they're going to be more vulnerable to regaining the weight. In fact, that is one of the most common reasons why so many people that do those weight loss challenges tend to regain the weight very rapidly. If not a couple of weeks, it will be a couple months after the weight loss challenge is completed. And if this meal plan is deficient in vitamins and minerals, that's putting a person at much a great amount of risk for becoming sick or ill, especially when they're working at, out at a very high intensity and they're not getting enough energy from the food uh, because they're they're constant, they're really really focused on cutting down the amount of calories. This leaves a person very vulnerable to becoming ill. Coupled with that, these weight loss challenges are also most fo focused on high intensity training because they want to maximize the amount of epoch like i said earlier epoch depending on the intensity it can last over 48 hours so if you're training for on monday wednesday friday the epoch should conclude and then restart again uh, on the day of the following workout some people like to do these types of trainings 
four or five times a week. If that's the case, they're not giving themselves sufficient amount of time to recover. And if a person is doing so, so many high intensity workouts over over an extended period of time, especially if it is someone that has uh, not worked out that intensely for a long time, or they basically haven't worked out very intensely in their entire lives, they are most vulnerable at becoming injured, whether it's a muscle strain or a ligament tear or muscle tear or a tendon tear. These are very common injuries that happen all the time with a lot of these weight loss challenges. And if a person is to get that type of injury, that's depending on a person's age or, and fitness level, that can be up to a year, maybe even longer for that person to actually finally recover and be at the same point as they were before they even started that weight loss challenge. So that's a little bit about EPOC. It's a great thing, but you have to make sure that your body is capable of handling it.